Welcome to Bound by Books. I'm one of your hosts, Sherry Hayes, and we have a special guest joining me today. Um, this is Teresa with Poised Pen Productions. She offers uh, PA and VA services for authors. So welcome. Thank you, Sherry. Uh, thanks for having me on. Well, thank you for agreeing to uh, to do this for me. I know it was a little last minute, um, but I wanted to uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, about PA and VA personal assistance and virtual assistance because um, that's really um, that's really important for a lot of authors. A lot of authors utilize um, assistance in their author businesses. And, um, but I do know that there's a lot of kind of mystery um, behind that as well, because with, especially with newer authors, they kind of hear those terms being used in the author sphere, but they don't necessarily understand um, what all uh, virtual assistants or personal assistants can kind of do for their author business. Um, so why don't you kind of share? You've been you've been doing this um, for how long? How long have you been a, a PA slash VA for authors? Uh, unofficially, I started in two thousand and eight, and officially, I opened Poise Pen Productions in two thousand and eleven. So we've been around for a while. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because I I published my first book in two thousand ten. So yeah, so unofficially, you've been doing this for longer than I've been published. So quite a long time. Wow. Now, how how did you get started? I guess that would be a well, good place to start. It was uh, probably the last thing that I thought that I would ever do. Actually, it, it wasn't even on my radar as something that that I was I wanted to do. Um, I was on a street team for an author, and. Uh, she always, you know, asked her, encouraged her street team to help uh, share her books, but she offered some really good, like, prizes for everyone who mm -hmm. shared, especially during a new book release. And a lot of the people were making their own little teaser graphics, and they were putting them on there, and so other people could share. And mm -hmm. I looked at that, and I was like, oh, I think I can do that. <laughs> so... That's how I started, basically. I started creating graphics and uh, and putting them in the group and sharing them on my Facebook page because back then I didn't have a, a Poise Pen page. And uh, I started, and then after a while, I, I got encouraged by that author to maybe branch out and start my own company. So I did. But I was still working full time outside the home. And so it took a little while, you know, for, for me to start building up my clientele because I was limited for uh, the amount of time that I could actually put into it. Right, right. And that's really kind of where using a PA or a VA is beneficial to authors. It is a, a time thing. It's freeing up their time so that they can do other things. Um, and what are some of the, what are like some of the most common things that you help authors with? Gosh, well, you know, being a PA or a virtual assistant, uh, 
there there are all kinds of uh i guess levels of what you can do uh or what you do uh the the basic thing that we do is we make teasers we come up with catchy phrases catchy language to uh put out in social media to like all the groups the relevant groups for the book that we're promoting uh, we can help with your uh, your street team and your uh, your author page management. We can help you out there. Uh, but we, and that's the basic, but we do so much more. We help, uh, we do formatting. We write mm -hmm. blurbs. We have editors on staff. Uh, we have, well, formatter, I've already said that. We have cover designers on staff. Uh, we help with newsletter creation, uh, blog creation, uh, pretty much you name it. It has to do with the book community and promoting. We pretty much can do, do it all. Wow. Wow. See there, uh, Teresa has been my VA for about what two or three years now i think well, i think it's been almost about four years i think yeah i was gonna say it's been a while it's been a while um and she does a lot of my social media stuff that's that's what i have um chosen to have her help me with because i don't especially going into other groups and things like that to promote my book that's something that i really don't have time to do because you have to rotate things you can't be constantly putting things in the same group over and over and over again um you have to have the graphics you know you have to have a new graphic for it when you you know whenever you put it in to try to gain more attention um and that's some that's one of the that's something that's a time suck for me as an author that takes me away from writing and it's not something i really find enjoyable as an author, uh, if I'm going to post on social media, I would much rather post in my reader group or post on my author page with some more, some interaction where I can have more interaction. Um, but posting things in, especially with sales and um, freebies and new releases and things like that, that is a good thing to get out into other reader groups that are not not specifically the author's reader group um but that's a good thing to get out there but it does take some time i used to have i mean i used to have this spreadsheet that had probably 50 different book groups on facebook on it and i used to rotate them you know i used to be like okay this week i'm posting on these 10 sites and then the next one I'd be posting in these 10 down here and then the next 10 and, you know, and rotate them. But it took so much time for me to do that. And you don't want to post the same exact thing, like I said, all the time. So it takes, you know, that again, it's just, it's time. But um, now do you, you mentioned that you do newsletters or you help with newsletters for authors. How, yeah. how do you do that? Do you write the newsletter? copy for them or do you just send send it out how does that work for them okay, it depends it really depends on the client every single one of the clients that I do newsletters for they write their own introduction 
you know, because they want their, I, I can't be personal for them in an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> and so they want their introductions. Some write the complete newsletter and send me the pictures that, you know, the images they want in there. And I just format it for them. Okay. Some write the introduction and tell me what they want. And then I'll go and load the rest of it mm. for them. You know, put in the correct links, put in pictures or book covers or book blurbs or book descriptions or, or whatever we're doing. Or if we're having a poll or if we're doing a contest, mm. I'll go in and fill in the rest of it. And okay. then I send the test copy to them for their approval. And then we go from there to get it scheduled and sent out to their readers. Oh, wow. So now, do you also do you also decide, make the decision on or suggest the subject line for those newsletters? Or do you kind of leave that up to the author? I usually choose a subject line according to what their what their introduction is going to be. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, because I usually do everything and then I'll send it back to them to put their introduction in. And then once I get that in, and then we'll come up with an appropriate, you know, catchy, catchy phrase, catchy line. Uh, and a lot of times if I'm having difficulty, I'll brainstorm with my team. I have uh, five other, five team members that work with me at Poise Pen. Okay. So we brainstorm a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes it's easier to come up with stuff when you have a team like group behind you that you can just bounce ideas off of versus trying to one person trying to come up with it all on their own. I mean, that's, that is one of the benefits of having a virtual assistant or a PR company or what have you as like kind of behind you as an author, because you can bounce ideas off of them um, and, you know, help, especially if you're stumped with your marketing having that that sounding board can be really really helpful um is there is there something you you like doing as a as a PA or VA uh more than you more than anything else is there like one thing that you're like get excited about to help authors with is it the graphics or is it something else well mine is I I, I make all the graphics mm -hmm. for voice pen uh, unless unless the, the, the author, the client sends me their own graphics because some like to make their own. And I know you do like them. You make a lot of your own. You do a really good job of it. Sometimes I'll steal yours. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I probably make, I, I probably am one of uh, Teresa's um, most inconsistent clients because I don't release on a, on a really uber regular basis so she ends up kind of rotating through my backlist versus focusing on new releases all the time and uh yeah like she said I do I do a lot of my own graphics she does she does some graphics for me too but um I do a lot of my own graphics just because uh, you know I don't mind doing graphics they're not something I absolutely like oh my goodness I love this but I don't mind doing graphics. They're not that complicated for me to do. They're not hard because I do have, a you know, at create, you know, I don't know, that pitch that points into my creative side a little bit. Plus I have, my husband is an artist. So, um, you know, he 
<laughs> he has that eye and has kind of taught me some things. So, um, and I will say my graphics have gotten better over the years. My first graphics were not so good. Mine either. <laughs> I go and see some of my early ones that pop up in my Facebook memories and it's like, oh my, what was I thinking? But back, mm -hmm. but if you think about it though, back then we didn't have all the fancy smancy software that we have now to help make graphics either. We, I mean, I literally started out using PowerPoint to make my graphics. Mm. I can't imagine that. I, I mean, I haven't, I actually don't think I've ever made a graphic in PowerPoint. I, by the time I started making my own graphics, I started using Canva and, um, well, Canva is nice and it has its, it has some advantages. I didn't know what in the world I was doing. Like mm -hmm. I had no idea how to use Canva. I had never made graphics before in my life. So I was just, you know, like, okay, let me put this here and put this square behind my book cover and move this over here and put this background picture. And I really wasn't understanding like the balance that needed to be there and how much space in versus, you know, putting, you know, like you don't want to crowd the picture either. You know, you want it to, that graphic to not be too busy. So learning that balance when when doing graphics was a big learning curve for me um and then of course later on came book brush and that was kind of a game changer for authors um yeah. but i will say there are some things i like to create better in book brush and there are some things i like to create better in canva it depends on what I am. What about you? What do you, do you use one of those two or do you use something, do you use Photoshop or what do you use? I use Canva. Okay. I use Photoshop. I use uh, a software called Get Stencil. Mm -hmm. And that's where I make most, all of my graphics that I put in social media. Oh, wow. Okay. It's uh, and, and a lot of times I still like to go back to PowerPoint and just freehand everything. And I mean, I do, I love freehands and graphics and, and because you're not, some of the, some of the programs sometimes seem a little boxy mm. to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, will, I will say that's one of my biggest complaints with um, book brush and why sometimes I don't, I prefer to do the graphic in Canva is because in some ways I feel that Canva is a little more manipulative like I can manipulate things a little bit more in Canva than I can in book brush because like I can't put two separate backgrounds in book brush you get your background picture and that's all you get like you can't yeah you can I mean you can do overlays and things like that but say I want to have like do a split screen like say I want to do this side I want it to be um, a black square and, or a back, you know, black rectangle or whatever. And this side, I want it to actually be a picture or maybe a black square and a red square or something like that. That's very difficult to do in book brush. Whereas in Canva, I can just either do a split, you know, do a grid and, you know, put the two color squares in there or, I can actually put two separate background pictures side by side 
and have them like, you know, and then do whatever I'm going to do with my overlays on top of that. Um, and, you know, I can put shapes in there on Canva and I can't really, I can do it on book brush, but it's just doesn't seem to translate the same. Uh -huh. So, yeah. So um, again, it's the tools, you know, it's finding the tools that you're comfortable with if you're going to do your own graphics. Um, and also I, I wanted to touch on, like, I, like we've talked about, we were talked about a little earlier with how you do different operations, like different things for different authors. Uh -huh. And um, I'm assuming that that is depending on what the author wants is determines what you're charging them for that service. Absolutely. Correct. Okay. Um, so it is important as an author, if you're going to approach a uh, personal assistant or a virtual assistant um, that you're very clear on what you want, right? You want, you, you want them to tell you, cause I know when I first, we, we first, cause my, what we've, uh, we've kind of went back and forth. Like she, sometimes Teresa does certain things for me and then we'll, we'll change it up and, you know, and, tr you know, have it over, we'll not do this. And then we'll go over here and do this. Um, because I, my, what my needs are kind of evolves and changes and that's okay. And it's good to have a, um, an assistant that's going to help you in whatever capacity you need them to help you with. Um, cause there's not all one size, one size fits all. I mean, I know of authors who have personal live, like personal assistants that they physically work with who mm -hmm. will take things to the post office for them and pick things up from the post office for them. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Actually, I have yeah. two boxes waiting to uh, be mailed out tomorrow when the uh, post office opens back up. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, I mean, it's, um, it really, the sky is kind of the limit when it comes to um, having an assistant because they are, very much, you know, you're hiring someone, you you are very much hiring an assistant, whether they're virtual or they're in live and in person, right? I mean, you're, you're saying, hey, I need your services to help me with X, Y, and Z. And so can you, you know, can you help me with this list of things? And then it's kind of a back and forth of negotiating as to how much this service would cost you. In exactly. order to have and, it and it takes a couple of months, you know, to, to get that relationship going because I have to, I have to get in your head and you need to <laughs> know what, you know, what's going on in my head. And, and oh, we work so. there. The good thing about us is that we, we have like a price structure of what we'll do for a certain amount of money, but it's not, it's not locked in. Mm -hmm. This, you don't need this this month and you need something else. Hey, no problem. You know, we're going to do that for you. Right. And, right. Uh, I know I read an article, well, actually just this morning that it said the average indie author, uh, after, you know, you, you, you're, you're trying to write a, a lot of indie authors still have a full time or they work outside the home maybe have kids, you know, have dinner, you have all the, all the things, mm -hmm. but they still spend a minimum of at least 10 hours a week marketing. 
Yeah. And that's, that's a minimum. And, yeah. and having a PA or a VA can free that time up for you. Oh yeah, for sure. Cause you, you, you do have to find that balance. And if you are spending your time marketing, you're not spending the time writing. Exactly. I mean, especially if you have a job outside of your writing, you are, you know, you only have a limited number of hours in which to write or work on your author business as a whole. And so if you only have, you know, if you only have, say, 15 hours in a week to work on your writing business, if you're spending 10 of those hours doing marketing, that's only five hours you're writing. It's an hour a day, five days a week. That's not a lot of writing time. No, so, yeah. So, I mean, if you can free up that time and even say the a VA can take half of that, that now frees you up for 10 hours of writing and only five hours of marketing. Exactly. And uh, now I will say one thing that a VA cannot do, they cannot guarantee you book sales. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there are a lot of them that do. They'll, they'll tell you that they're 60% more in sales if you hire me. Well, that, I'm sorry. That's just a flat out untruth <laughs> because nobody can, can promise that. Yeah, I I would say that would be a red flag um, that maybe new newbie authors that have never had AP or VA um, should kind of maybe make them take a step back and really think about something is if somebody is anytime and this isn't even this is for anything in the book world, it, it not just an assistant, but, you know, a newsletter, if you're signing up for a newsletter promotion and whoever is approaching you to get you to sign up to this, you know, new service or whatever it is. And they say, you know, we guarantee that you'll sell, you know, you know, however many books or your in sale, your sales will increase by this much percent. Usually that's a sign that you should turn right around and run because run as, far as, as fast as you can, as far away as you can. Yeah, yeah. Take and like you're not never gonna see any results from it. Well, it, it's just it it's it's fishy because you how do you how are you guaranteeing me the results? How are you guaranteeing me that you are going to triple my book sales? Because there, there's no way to do that unless you're doing things you're breaking terms of service or you know um you know, are you, are you, you know, are you paying for reviews? Cause you know, if you're generating reviews and getting people to post reviews, yeah, you could potentially get, you know, get more book sales off of that. You, it's possible because the more you're generating interest and things like that and, and of your books, but if you're paying, if there, if somebody's paying people for, writing the you know writing those reviews and posting them you're now breaking terms of service on amazon and quite a few other ones <laughs> uh service sales uh locations retailers so you know is it worth you losing potentially losing your ability to sell on that platform altogether to try and double triple whatever your book sales 
through this thing. So again, it's just a very fishy things. If somebody says to you that some sort of a guarantee about book sales, not the best thing. An assistant is exactly that. An assistant is somebody to help you with things in your business that need to be done. Exactly. Period. Full stop. End of story. That's what they're there for. They're to free up your time as an author to do other things in your book business, whether that is writing. I mean, that could actually just be maybe you want to free up your time so that you have more family time. Maybe it's not you wanting to, you know, be able to spend that time on your book business. Maybe you want to free up your time to, you know, be able to go and spend those five hours a week additional with your family instead of sitting in front of the computer and doing graphics or a new, you know, formatting a newsletter or whatever. And that's fine. But yeah, a PA or a VA does not have anything to do with actual sales. Yeah, but we do we do guarantee that we will get your name out there. Oh, yeah. And a yeah. good PA, VA will do that. We put your name out there. And the more that readers see it, the more that readers see it, then the more they're going to be familiar. And it's going to like, huh, I think I know her. Or I think I know her books. And, and that's what we strive to do. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we do so much other, many other things too. And a PA can do a lot of things for you. Uh, we, we have, we have helped choose the title of, I don't know how many books <laughs> or an author will send, send me their blurb and say, fix this. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and we will re we'll take what they wrote actually, but we'll rewrite it a little bit. Because this seems like authors have a hard time writing blurbs. You can write a book, big, long, big, big, big exciting, uh, suspenseful, sexy book, but can't write a blurb. <laughs> well, it, it's funny because um, I actually, I don't typically have trouble, too much trouble writing blurbs. I have more trouble writing blurbs for myself than I do for other people. Um, <laughs> but um, it's funny because our, our group, you know, our, our, um, our group the the hosts that do this podcast um we have you know we have a chat we've mentioned it before on the podcast we have a, a chat on facebook a private chat and we talk all the time not just about the podcast but we talk about marketing stuff we talk about our books and all of that and usually when they need help with their blurbs they come to me and ask for my help <laughs> with their blurbs because i i just i'm i good at it. I mean, I, it comes fairly easily to me, but what I found with most authors, um, because they're not the only ones that I've helped with blurbs, but I find that with most authors, blurbs are hard because they want to do a plot summary. Like their brain is okay. I'm, I wrote this big, long book and this is what it's about. And this is, you know, this happens and then this happens and then this happens, you know, and then we've got to, this is what we're trying to find out in the book. Like this is the kind of, this is the lead up up here. And then we're kind of like, oh, well, do they fall in love? Oh, will they solve this mystery? And the kinds that leave it hanging like that. But they do these plot points. Like they'll just, they'll write out these plot points. Whereas blurbs that work best evoke emotion. 
And for some reason, even though authors can evoke emotion, even the authors that are really good at invoking emotion in their stories themselves, when it comes to the blurbs, <laughs> not so much. It just, it just doesn't work. So yeah, it, I don't, I don't, yeah. I, I, like I said, I think it's just, we get in our, we get almost too much in our heads. And again, it's kind of what we said earlier, where having that sounding board, having somebody, um, having somebody to kind of bounce ideas off of, um, uh, is really good. So I mean, you say you had, so you have quite a few authors that take advantage of your blurb service, or is it kind of your, your authors that you already have? Is that a, like a separate service you offer, or is that something that, uh, it's just kind of for your authors that you do, uh, do assistant work for already? It's not really something that I advertise, mm. uh, but it's something that we do to help our existing clients. Now we would help anyone who needed the help, but it's just not something that we really advertise. Okay. Uh, and that's like book covers. I never thought about doing book covers. I, I love graphics. I love teasers. I love doing full page magazine ads. Uh, mm -hmm. I do several of those a year, probably six or eight of those a year for different clients. But I never thought about book covers. And one of my authors came to me and asked me if uh, I would try to do one of her book covers because she likes my graphics. So I said, yeah, I'll give it a try. And this was what, the first part of last year. Okay. And now, I've got, yeah. now yeah. I've got like 18 or 20 up on Amazon with one more on the way. So. Oh, wow. And, and something that I advertise either. It's just, just been word of mouth. So. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you, you never, you kind of never know. Um, so if you have a PA already, um, just, you know, it's good to ask, you know, ask, all right. If, if you're, if you're needing a specific service, ask, uh, if your if your PA or your VA, um, does that already or has that service available, or if they don't ask, if they know somebody who, you know, if they would recommend somebody who does, do that service exactly. for you because there's some things that we don't do but i have a list of people that i've used before and i totally trust mm -hmm. uh that uh that i'll recommend uh right. my clients or or anyone inquiring to if it's something that we just don't do right right and that i will say that that is one thing about the um the book world as a whole that i will say i really do like um is that for the most part, people are willing to share recommendations on, mm -hmm. you know, who can help them with whatever specifically they need to, they need help with. Um, if it's book covers, if it's blurbs, if it's Amazon ads or book bub ads or whatever it may be, they're usually pretty good at saying, hey, I have this really good cover designer or I have this, I have a person over here that can do this for you, you know, and, or help you with this. So I, I do like that. Um, and I would highly recommend if you are, if you're an author out there, that's like, that's looking for someone to help you with a specific need in your author business, find a good author group. If you don't have one already and ask, 
ask for recommendations because that's how I found Teresa. I asked for rec. I was looking for a PA to help me with some stuff. And um, I asked for some recommendations and one of her clients um, said, Hey, I, you know, I have a VA that I use and I've been using her for a couple of years and I really like her. Um, you know, why don't you reach out to her and, um, you know, see if she can help you. So that's, you know, word of mouth is really, um, really the best way to get recommendations because there's already a level of trust there because somebody's recommended them. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. So we've got most of our client base, it has been, uh, word of mouth or recommendations we we don't we don't partially do a lot of advertising yeah I, I i was gonna say i i mean i have i've seen your name pop up even in other author groups your you know poise pens productions pop up as recommendations especially when it comes to social media type stuff uh-huh. um i've seen that a lot like if you need help you know, with posting on social media and things like that, um, that, you know, having your, your company, um, and your name tossed around. So, um, definitely, definitely word of mouth and asking, um, is an important, important thing. So don't be afraid to ask if you, if you need help, that would be the takeaway here. Um, Teresa, while we wrap things, we're going to wrap things up here. Um, why don't you uh, share where people can find you if they are interested in learning more about Poise Pen Productions? Well, the best place to go is to my website because it has all my links on there. Uh, it's www.poisedpenpro.com. And you can find our links to Instagram and to Facebook and to Twitter and Pinterest and I don't think there's a link up for TikTok yet because I've just now kind of jumped on that bandwagon so um but that I need to put that up there yes yes the uh TikTok has kind of taken things by storm we've storm we've um we've tackled that topic a couple of times on this podcast so if you are interested in learning about TikTok Check out some of the uh, older episodes of the podcast. Uh, there's one with Tina Moss and Danielle Bannister. And then there's one with Tina and Marianne. All three of them are TikTokers. Tina is a big TikToker. She's got she's got a pretty good po- following over there. Um, posts posts uh, TikToks almost every day. So she's, she's big over there. So um, if you're interested in that, check that out. And I want to thank Teresa for joining me today as my guest. Um, And I hope you have uh, enjoyed the conversation and uh, learned a little bit about personal assistance and virtual assistance and how they can help your author business. Uh, Have a great week of writing. And until next week, have a great writing week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Bound by Books podcast. For more information about the show and all of our hosts, visit our website at www.boundbybookspodcast.com. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review.